Shabbos Dafta Zayin. We're discussing glassware and how in some ways it's similar to earthenware and how in some ways it's similar to metalware when it comes to Tumah. There are five differences between metalware and earthenware. The first one is Pshutei Klicheres. If the Klicheres is flat and the metalware is flat, Klicheres is not Mechabal Tumah, metalware is Mechabal Tumah. In this case, glass is similar to Cheres, to earthenware. Second thing is that earthenware is not Mechabal Tumah from the outside, if you touch a shirt to the outside of the cleat, it's not Mechabal Tumah, whereas metalware is Mechabal Tumah. In that, glass is similar to metal. And we're going to discuss why that is. Third halacha is that if earthenware or metalware have a hole in a tummy cleat, that makes the tumah go away. What happens if we repair the hole? If it's earthenware, the tumah does not come back. If it's metalware, the tumah comes back. And by glass, the tumah does not come back like earthenware. Fourth halacha is tefillah. If you take a cleat that's tummy and you put it in the mikvah, if it's earthenware, it does not become tar. If it's metalware, it does become tar. When it comes to glass, it does not become tar. And finally, the fifth halacha, the amazing concept of avir, the ear space of a earthenware kli is mikabal tumah. So if you put a sheretz without touching the kli into the ear space of the kli, the earthenware becomes tame. Whereas metal does not become tame. Another halacha, once a kli is tame, you put a fruit that's tar into the ear space of an earthenware kli, that fruit becomes tame, whereas in metal, it does not become tame. Glass is like metal. It does not become tame through the ear space. Now why is it that glass is metame migabo. It's metame if you touch something from the outside. If glass is similar to earthenware, it should not be metame migabo. The answer is because glass is similar to metalware in the fact that if glass breaks, you can melt it back and make a new glass, just like you would do to metal. You'd melt the metal and make a new cleat. So in some ways, glass is similar to metal. Now why is it that if you repair a hole in glass, it does not become tummy. And that, it's like earthenware. Shouldn't it be similar to metalware? And the answer is because the concept of repairing and recapturing tumma is dirabanan. And the whole idea that a glassware is tummy is midirabanan. That's two dirabanans. That doesn't go. We don't do two dirabanans on one item. Now, why is it the glassware, if it's flat, is not mechabal tumma, just like earthenware is not mechabal tumma if it's flat? And the answer is because Chachamim wanted to make a distinction and show people that glassware is the Rabbana. And therefore, if glassware touches truma, do not burn the truma. Just let it hang as is. Let it destroy itself, but you don't go with your hands and burn it. There are only six things that you burn, like we discussed yesterday, such as dirt that comes from chutzlards, that we burn truma, even though it's the Rabbana. Ravashi says, glassware, in fact, is exactly like earthenware. Besides one thing. Besides the fact that glassware becomes tummy if you touch the outside of it. Why is that? Because glass is see-through. So the outside has the same halacha as the inside. And just like the inside is Mikabotuma, so too the outside. Nusogya. Midai Raisa, metalware is Mikabotuma. That's a Mafurisha Pasuk. Shema Meshadach came along and said that metalware, if it has a hole, Midai Raisa becomes tar. But if you repair the hole, Shema Meshadach said, it recaptures the original tuma and remains there was a story with Shimon Meshadach's sister, who was Yana Melech's wife. She made a big feast for her son. And during the feast, all the dishes became Tomei Tumas Meis. Perhaps somebody died at the meal. And they all became Tomei through oil. Instead of waiting seven days for all the, the vessels to become tired and go through the whole process of sprinkling them on the third day and on the seventh day with Mechatas, she had a great idea. She punched holes through every single one of the vessels. 
and send them to a professional to repair. Says B'Shem Meshach, that's a no-no. People are going to forget the whole concept of sprinkling the mechatos on the vessels. So instituted a takana that even if you repair a kli, it recaptures the tumah. Now what if Shem Meshach said at that time that all tumas, even tumah sherets for instance, and you repair the kli, the tumah is recaptured. We don't have the idea that people might forget about mechatas. There is no mechatas on Tumah Sheretz. Two answers. Abayi says, because perhaps we're concerned, that people won't poke a large enough hole in the Kli. Instead of it being the size of a pomegranate, they'll do less than a pomegranate. Rav says that we're concerned. Because even if you put a Kli in a mikvah, and it's tar, you still have to wait until nightfall. Whereas if you poke a hole in a Kli, and then you repair it, you could use it immediately. So people might come to think that if you put a Kli in the mikvah, you don't have to wait till the night. You could use it immediately. So Shem HaMashedah was a Masakin, then no, if you repair a kli, it's not even tar at all. What's the difference between a bay and rava? In a case where a person broke the kli completely, flanned it out, and started from new. In that case, nobody's going to confuse that and say, oh, you don't have to go to the mikvah, you don't have to wait until nightfall after you go to the mikvah. Because people see you're dealing with a brand new kli. But people might think that you don't need a full shear of a pomegranate to make a hole. When we're discussing the 18 halachas, that halachas like bishamai versus basilom, so we discussed so far the nine that have to do with Psulei Truma, and two in the Mishnah where you shouldn't read to the candlelight and you shouldn't delouse your clothing in candlelight. And now the Gemara continues with number 12. And that is the concept that a mikvah needs to have 40 saw of rainwater. And yesterday we discussed if you have three of Mayim Shu'uvim, drawn water, before you get to the 40 and you introduce those Mayim Shu'uvim to the rainwater, it passes the rainwater. Now we're discussing what constitutes Mayim Shuvim. If a person takes any type of vessel, a very large vessel, a very small vessel, in other words, vessels that are not Mechabal Tum at all because they're so large or so small, or they're made out of material that's not Mechabal Tumah, such as mud, and you put it under a downspout to catch water, you do it on purpose, you want to catch the water, even if it didn't rain immediately, but you see that there are clouds in the sky, and you think it's going to rain, but it didn't rain immediately, and you went to work, and you came back, and then it rained, according to everybody, that's considered Mayim Shuvim, and that makes a mikvah apostle. If there are no clouds in the sky, everybody agrees that's not considered Mayim Shuvim, because you have to have das. You have to think, I want to capture the water. So where is the Machlagas? In a situation where there were clouds in the sky, but those clouds went away, and new clouds came. According to Bishamai, since I had the, the proper machshava, you're right, it's on the wrong cloud, but my machshava remains, and therefore this water is Mayim Shuvim. According to Beisilel, it's not considered Mayim Shuvim, and the halacha is like Bishamai because they counted how many people there were, and there were more Bishamai than Beisilel, and the halacha is like Bishamai. Rebbeisilel says, no, that's not one of the 18. In fact, the halacha is like Beisilel. What is one of the 18? The fact that all Kusi girls, even one day old, are considered nida. Why? Because Kusim don't believe that a girl under the age of a G'dayla is can become a nida. So we cannot trust the Kusi, and therefore they instituted that all Kusim are nidais. Have a wonderful day.